0: these days. I don't really think about her. The thing that I don't like is that she lies. What is your issue with me? From day one, I never, never aired her That's very true. true. So you're gonna assassinate my character? For what? For what? When you know what you're doing. Right. In fact, the last time I was at a club, I was with that bitch Karen Huger, the grand job, And the disappeared. I hate friends that disappear. I have friends like no. that. Karen's in my They be sucking dick in the. So corner. we're like, where's Karen? When that girl drinks and It's get on. Drunk, it's on. It's on. She will stop. Whatever. Yeah. And in Potomac, she's known for somebody that just gets drunk, up, and will any dick that will come her way. That's her reputation. She was a worker in the bathroom. It's what? a fact.
1: Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo waving Bravo, pew pew pew. pew pew pew, I love pew pew <laughs> I'm pew, i Mariana, I'm always thrown by your awesome
2: intros and then I'm like I don't know what to say now, I'm just, I'm sorry, I love a pew pew pew,
1: well I just, I felt like you know when we're saying hi to each other before recording I'm like good morning, all tired and I was like I gotta poke myself up with a pew pew pew,
2: yeah fair enough And it worked. I got to bed late. I got up early. This is like my third cup of cafe. But you know me. Once I start getting activated, I'll be loud.
1: (laughs) Well, you've got coffee and you've also got tea. We've got Bravo Tea to spill and discuss.
2: So much fucking tea. Okay.
1: Where do you want to start?
2: With fucking Robin Dixon.
1: I am so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. A
2: hundred percent. I am so pissed. I started the season by saying how much I hate Robin. Why is she on my TV? She's boring as batshit.
1: Then Uh then you turned.
2: this season she's been coming to the party. And now I realise why she's been coming to the party so that no one asks her about her cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater husband, which they did because that's why Karen's the queen. This is why Uh Karen's the queen. She knows that there was a girlfriend. This bitch dated one for a year.
1: And, and does she look like Karen? That's what I want to know.
2: I mean, she's probably fucking blonde. I mean, who knows? But yes, <laughs> no, fine. she is blonde.
1: She is definitely blonde. So, Robin knew mm. going into season seven filming this current season. Is that correct?
2: Yes, sir. She knew. Robin knew. Giselle knew. Ashley knew.
1: And is that why they deflected to Chris straight off the bat? I think so. I think that's dumb because when you want to deflect with a different storyline not related to cheating? Mm. You know, like say Chris is an anti-vaxxer or something instead But no, they went for for cheating Which I just think brought cheating to the table even more so
2: The fact that this bitch said Mm -hmm. it after the reunion On her podcast And said that she will spill more details on their Patreon
0: Mm -mm -mm.
2: You get paid by Bravo, bitch You've already gotten paid to tell us this (laughs) information You're going to save it for your fucking Patreon subscribers. Go fuck yourself. I'm done. I'm done with Robin Dixon. And if Bravo don't penalize her by firing her ass, I don't know Uh what to tell
1: you. I agree because, like, we need the drama to be authentic, and it's not felt authentic with this. I don't know, witch hunt against Chris when Robin's hiding it. And it's like that's where the problem is. I've got the same problem with Heather at the moment. It's Mm, like bring me the real drama and not whatever shit you're trying to push.
2: And Robin tries to fob it off on her potty by saying like there must have been a question on why do you think he did it, which is a stupid fucking question. I'm sorry, why do you think he did it? Like there's no excuses, but she said... Because he's bored, he needs attention. It's a pandemic, blah, blah, blah,
1: whatever. Are you kidding? (gasps) That's the other thing I read. So when he was cheating on her, it was when she was depressed in bed, not being able to get out of bed, remember? Yeah. What a piece of shit. At
2: the end of the day, as I say to people all the time, we live in a society where you are not judged for leaving anybody. Not really. You want a divorce, here's a Mm. divorce. You can get a divorce as quickly as you can go to the supermarket and buy a box of Cheerios. It's not that fucking hard, people. So Mm -hmm. why be with someone when you don't have to be with them? I know people are asking, why the fuck did you marry him if he's a cheater? Let's not focus on that for a second. Let's focus on the fact that this man continually cheats on his spouse. He lies to her. He is fucking booking hotels for someone else. I'm sorry. If my partner paid a, another person's bills without consulting me, I would not be happy with that. You spent That's my fucking money on someone else. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Fuck off.
1: Go and get a BJ. Sure, but if you if you give someone else money, nah.
2: That's my fucking money. Where's my BJ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, that would piss. I know I know. it sounds I'm being ridiculous, but it does actually, the concept of it really pisses me off because it's like I'm supporting without knowing. I'm financially it's supporting. A, it's a your- betrayal.
1: Yes. yes. It certainly adds another le- level to the show now from what we've been watching the past few weeks, like with Robin calling one to be like, hey, they're talking about you cheating, ha-ha, and him blowing up.
2: I know. I know.
1: Like it's. Blowing up at I wish hurt. we knew this going in.
2: Robin's getting yelled at. Because he's being accused of doing something he did. Did I not tell you, did I not did. tell you last season when everyone's going on about how hot Juan Dixon is and I'm like, I don't like him.
0: Mm-hmm. I you fucking called it.
2: told you. I fuck, I love right indignation. Oh, I get hot. See, I knew I'd get riled up in well, two seconds.
1: I mean, it's, it's super juicy. I think it's something that we'll probably keep referring to throughout discussion of the latest Potomac episode. So... Do you want to park it for now and then discuss what else has been going on? Because it's been a big week.
2: It has been a big week. So we got some news because Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 has been taping and I think just finished not long ago taping. Did you hear about this, Brandy and Carolyn Oh, yes, Manso. yes,
1: the Brandy stuff.
2: I was so pissed off because I'm obsessed with Carolyn Manzo. I love her. Mm-hmm. So Brandy obviously did the same thing. Who did she do it to when Brandy was at Bluestone Manor? Who did she Oh, it was um, Vicky Gumperson. She kept trying to pash. She's done it yeah, again.
1: did she end up pashing the other Beverly Hills Tamara, what's I think Tamra Judge. I don't know. No, the other one, the one that's going to be on OC soon. Yeah, the
2: one that they hated Taylor. each other. Yeah, Taylor.
1: She's very handsy. This Brandy.
2: Brandy is very handsy. She's a look. She's a very sexual person. And when she gets drunk, she needs to. She needs to be fondled and to fondle. I get it. But you can't always get what you want, sweetheart. Mm. So Brandy tried to kiss her multiple times and apparently like she succeeded in non-consensual kissing which is not okay during a party they were having
1: no not okay
2: and i'm assuming Randy was too drunk to notice and carolyn felt it was serious and uncomfortable so she decided to leave, but not before production asked Brandy
1: to leave. And they should if, if that is the case. And especially because they're in Morocco. Like, I'm sorry, but Ooh, don't yes. want to be doing any same sex activity in Morocco no, if you don't want to get killed.
2: Don't. But what is a little confusing to me is Carolyn, while she didn't know that the production had told Brandy to leave the night before, she still decided she wanted to go home. Assuming based on that information, she was like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going home. Like, this isn't fun anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's see how it plays out because I have, I've heard a lot of different wild things. Oh,
2: okay. But then it was like a few days later, like filming wrapped anyway. So, but then they're not really out there that much. So Interesting. So Salt Lake City news about Mary oh, yes. Cosby coming back next season as a friend of. You
1: know what? She creeps me out when she's on TV, but yeah. I have missed her and I think Friend Of's probably a really good role for her.
2: Yeah. I read that yeah, she's only actually gonna be filming a few
1: scenes, so
2: I don't think she's a... Uh, well,
1: do we do we even need Salt Lake back straight away? Like let's give it a let's give it a little pause.
2: They're starting to film it thinking like ten days or something, because that's four days before Jen has to hand herself in to the pole pole. Like to jail. Well,
1: but Jen's not going to be on the cast. So it's just going to be these girls talking about their own guilt. And I, I've done that.
2: We've just done that with Reunion, which we'll get to. Rooney Legacy is dead?
1: No, it's back. What? Well, I heard from my sources, <laughs> a.k.a. like Andy Cohen's tweet, uh-huh. that um, he said don't believe what you hear or something like don't mm-hmm. believe what you read. And then there's speculation that it was a bit of a tactic, like they leaked it to page six to help push along contract negotiations. Oh. Apparently, I think Sonia was, you know, sign up for whatever money they give her, but the other ladies were like holding off for better pay.
2: I don't know if it was all of them. What some of the rumors that I read was that Jill Zarin was holding out for better pay, and oh someone else. I can't think of who it was. It wasn't Dorinda. It wasn't.
1: Was it Kelly? It
2: was. Yeah. Oh no, I can't remember now. Luann. I mean, you're just going through all of them and I just said I can't fucking remember, dude, so I don't know what to tell you.
1: (laughs) Well, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's all conjecture at this point, but I do hope it's on the table because I'm more jazzed about Rony Legacy than the Rony reboot.
2: Yeah, me too, me too. Oh, my God, Tom Girardi. Now, I know you don't care about Tom Girardi unless it's about Erica, but he was indicted by two federal grand juries. So one in- That's nice, that's good. One in Chicago- and one in LA. In Chicago, he's up for eight counts of wire fraud, obviously for theft of client settlement monies, and four counts of contempt. This particular indictment is solely about the Lion Air crash Uh because we know that that case had been ruled on already, so it's obviously now you can litigate this stuff. And they're seeking a forfeiture of over $3 He's supposed to appear in court in like three days. Right. So... I don't know if he's going to be there or if he has to be there or if it's just his lawyers or, or his brother Isn't he, as his um, guardian. not doing
1: the whole, like, dementia storyline? Yes. So it's like he's not actually Correct. never going to go to jail or anything. So what's the point?
2: Well, it's up to the US attorney to determine mm-hmm. whether he has competency issues. It's not up to Tom's people or whatever to say, hey, he can't stand trial. I'm assuming that means that they're going to send their own doctors in to determine whether he's competent to stand trial. And the indictment charges are from 2010 to 2020. I think this is particularly in LA. And the US attorney from LA said that they believe evidence shows that he was competent during 2010 and 2020, which is where the charges are coming from. So there's obviously some legal stuff I don't understand. uh, But he's facing 13 counts of fraud in those two states and each carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Now, he ain't getting 260 years in prison. Will he go to prison? I don't think so. But as you said, how is someone like that going to prison? But does that mean that there are people in prison who don't have Alzheimer's? No, I bet there are. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's
1: huge. I mean, I, I think it's good closure no matter what.
2: Yes. And I know that Erica was asked by the paps to comment, obviously, and she said, I do have something to say, just not right now. And when they asked her if she was worried about herself, of course, she said no. And she's right. This specifically has, these charges have nothing to do with her. At the end of the day, her fraud is that she, not fraud, I shouldn't say that, her thing is that she took their money
1: she benefited from crime and she was heartless in the wake of it which is what we all have problems with
2: yeah that's our issue with her and we're allowed to have that issue with her
1: but with this salt lake with jen yep it's just shown to me how well erica handled it all compared to jen
2: well jen committed the crime no one's accused (laughs) erica of committing a crime
1: no, but it's just like the way Erica showed up to Reunion. Mm. Yes, she made it all about herself, but it was fucking fascinating. Yeah. And she answered the questions. Well, not all of them, but, you know, she showed up. And yeah. with Jen not showing up and- Still being the dominant conversation, it just exhausted me and made me look at Erica be like, with rose-tinted glasses, you know? Right. Like, I think I at the time it. I hated it, but looking back on it, I'm like, it's good TV. But it's two different things. It is. It's yeah.
2: more akin to Teresa doing an interview before she went to jail.
1: Oh, wait. We don't say jail. Oh, to
2: camp. <laughs> um, it's more akin to that because, I don't know, Teresa signed a piece of paper and that was fraud. Yeah. Just like Teresa, I don't believe Jen thinks she did anything wrong.
1: Oh,
0: she's I think an she's an idiot. sorry
2: she got caught, but I really don't think she gives two shits about the victims, just like Erica. Mm-hmm. Teresa still says, I didn't do anything wrong. It was Joe. It's like, well, yeah, you did do something wrong.
1: Yeah. Anyway, is there more tea or should we get into Potomac?
2: Not really. I mean, I do want to know why Andy screamed at Larsa at reunion taping. Because didn't he apologise for it on the social Yeah, on social he apologised for screaming at her
1: Well, it's weird this Andy Cohen How he'll have favourites And pretend like he doesn't But then he'll go in on someone like a Meredith Yeah for example, whereas he'll let someone else just slide. True. He was grilling Meredith.
2: Let's not pretend we don't have favourites. I don't think there's anything wrong with having (laughs) favourites. We all have favourites. Yeah. It is is what it is, people. So, yeah, New Jersey, just FYI, premieres Tuesday.
1: Ooh, I'm excited.
2: And I know you don't care. Oh, no, you do care about this one. I wrote Vanderpump starts – well, actually, I think Vanderpump's already out the first episode, so I'll be watching that tomorrow – but Great. Summer House premieres February 13, people.
1: Andrea's not back, is that correct? That's correct. I'm upset about that.
2: I know, he's so damn pretty. Oh, well. Oh, just with Miami. Do you mm-hmm. reckon that Lisa's actually dating this Jody? Because she keeps saying they're friends, but I think they're dating. He's hot. He's such a, um, a step up from fucking Lenny.
1: Oh, I mean, that's not hard.
2: This dude's like a Harvard graduate, CEO of a tech company. He's a totes. Good for her. I know I'm really happy for her if that's the case. What do you want to do first?
1: Well, do you wanna to, wanna to get through Potomi?
2: Yeah, okay, let's do Potomi. It's your turn, so let's I just, just get do Potomi. I just get to sit back and relax today.
1: Sit back, yeah. Okay, so we start <laughs> with Robin Dixon, bridal gown shopping. Get. And fucked. doesn't that just feel fake?
2: <laughs> well, yes, because I watched this after I heard that news. So Oh he's screaming. I could not roll my eyes hard enough. I almost gave myself a fucking headache.
1: <sighs> Did she even end up wearing one of these dresses to the wedding? That's what I want to know because it seems like it's fake.
2: And look, I don't blame Giselle because she, her taste is up her ass, but Ashley <sighs> should have known better than approving any
1: of those gowns. Was Ashley, Ashley there for that Ashley was bit? just there for the chit-chat. She wasn't there for the actual gowns.
2: Was she there for the gowns?
1: She saw like one of them, I she think. She saw
2: one of them. They
1: were awful.
2: And I don't know why, but I think it's weird a woman over 40 wearing a fucking veil. <laughs> and I, the reason why I say that is I do think that it's yucky anyway. But when you're older, my feeling about it is more real and prevalent, which is I believe that wedding dresses infantilize women. So it well, just. Well, I think the first one Robin out. tried
1: was a mother of the bride dress. That wasn't, that right. wasn't a wedding
2: dress. I like that silver spangly number. I didn't mind that one. That's the
1: one that I thought was mother of the bride.
2: I thought that one looked better than the others. She looked terrible in <laughs> my, all of them, honestly.
1: My thing is, like, she's in confessional complaining about how much she's got to do. She's like, turns out you can't plan a wedding in a month. And it's like, bitch, you've been engaged for three years.
2: Um, there's nothing to fucking do. This is what I don't I understand. I don't I, I don't understand. You've got to get the license. Okay, that's surely that's an online form. That, that you then mm-hmm. take you get notarized and take drop off at the courthouse. Whoop de doop. There's the rings. Well, you go to a jewelry store, you pick something. Like, mm-hmm. uh, are they just wedding bands? How hard is it to go? What colour do you want your band in? What size fits me? You're done. There's yeah. the dress. Okay, that could be done on the same day as the rings and the license, and you've got to do hair. Well, that gets done on the day. So, what do you mean you've got to plan for hair? Like, I don't understand that.
1: I know, and you just steal your brother's flowers and stuff.
2: Decoration? What decorations? Why do you need decorations? <laughs> There's four of you. Flowers? Like you're at the, like go to concierge when you're in the Bahamas. I need a bunch of flowers. Okay, that's a phone just- call.
1: Reuse the ones from the day before
2: And a cake You're at a hotel You call down concierge I'm going to need some flowers and a cake So I don't see how this all couldn't be done in a day or two Three tops
1: Because she's stretching for a storyline
2: I'm like I'm not buying anything you're selling on this Miss Dixon
1: Yeah I'm sick of Miss Dixon
2: Robin Dixon has betrayed me And (laughs) I am just like Heather Heather Gay I'm done I can't I can't invest anymore I've invested Yeah, I need a much. friendship break from Robin. I, that Thank you. I need a friendship break from Robin Dixon.
1: So the thing I did enjoy about this scene mm. was just Giselle and Ashley just wanting to talk about the girl-on-girl action and the box eating. Yeah. <laughs> the shenanigans in Mexico. I loved when Robin came out and interrupted to show off a dress and then she went away and Giselle was like, all right, back to the vaginas.
2: Okay, <laughs> so my thing is it's not the story of that's not really going anywhere. I don't know why I just don't care. Yeah, I, I should uh, care because it's funny. And I, if it was my two girlfriends who are straight, then I'm sure I'd be like, oh, my God, just because it's gossip and it's fun. But for uh-huh. some reason I'm like, whatever.
1: Yeah. No, I can I can get that. But for me, it's just like I see it as Mia and Wendy repairing a friendship. Right. <laughs> it's magical, really, when you stare at another woman's vagina. Is it? Um, I assume. <laughs> 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 I've never seen one. I okay, see- so... <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. I don't think any genitalia is particularly attractive on its own. Do you know what oh, I mean? that's what you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the penis is pretty. Wow. I think it's practical and I think there are I nice- i am going to get review
1: bombed from people with penises that are pretty.
2: There are nice ver- nicer versions of them.
1: <laughs> quite
2: frankly, if someone served it up on a dinner plate, I wouldn't be clapping my hands.
1: Okay, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you know what I mean? Like let's let's yeah. be objective here. Objectively they're not pretty. Subjectively, yes, there are pretty ones.
1: Well, Wendy's got a pretty one.
2: Okay, good for Wendy. I'm not
1: buying it. Good for Wendy. So, okay, there's a few planning conversations going on. Basically, Robin hasn't told her mum she's getting married, which Mm, I can't can't care. Let's park it. No. Can't care. Can't care. Giselle suggests an upscale dinner with strippers, which I thought was an oxymoron. Yeah. Kind of loved that. Yeah. So the whole big thing about the bachelorette party is Wendy and Karen uninvited, Especially because Robin wasn't a fan of Wendy's chuckling During the conversation with Karen That's which, petty I mean we're all chuckling
2: That's petty Considering the yeah. man fucking cheated on you That's petty And I think maybe exactly. that's why It's like this is too close to home
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh
2: Cause you don't believe my lies You're cut
1: Yeah, yeah
2: I'm just obviously I'm mad at Robin
1: Aren't we all? I have
2: no grace for Robin right now When it comes to her cheater cheater pumpkin eater husband <laughs> i just <laughs> No.
1: So we get a little scene with Candace and Chris with basically Candace filling Chris in on the latest cheating scandals and they mm. sort of cut in between Karen and Wendy meeting up for crab dip and fish tacos. Yeah And I think Mia wants to order some fish tacos too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then <laughs> oh my god. Karen, so she's she's saying that she's been sitting on this one tea for 3 years. It's not even tea. I'm s- inappropriate hug. And yet was she onto something though? We all laugh thinking Karen was ridiculous, mm. but I mean, Juan is a bit of a cheetah, cheater, pumpkin eater. Maybe he was trying to get on Karen.
2: Or do you think perhaps she was trying to shine light on this so that the other cheating thing would be more believable because she knew that
1: was true? Possibly. That makes more sense. Yeah. What did you think of how at that table in Mexico... Robin was showing the photo around but didn't show it to Karen or Wendy. Just refused to turn the phone in their direction so that they could have a she look. She was just being cunty. She was, wasn't she? It's like
2: we're gonna talk about you while you're here at the table, but no, I'm not I'm not involving you. It's full the the Heathers movie moment. Like it's cunty, it's bitchy, it's mean girls. It, and in that was. context alone, it's funny. <laughs> like, no, I'm not gonna show you the evidence so you can defend yourself. Sorry, but that is like so housewives and if we all pretend that it's so mean and we can't enjoy it, we're all liars and hypocrites because we fucking love housewives and that was a housewives moment. No, I'm not going to let you defend yourself. Go fuck yourself. I loved it. I loved every second of that. This is why I'm so (laughs) mad at Robin because she gave me so much this season and yet I'm, I'm hurt. I'm actually hurt by Robin Dixon.
1: I know. You went out on a line for her.
2: I did. I need a Candice tissue. (laughs) Candice, I need your origami folding tissue so I can dab the inner corner of my
1: eye. 100%. I'm
2: I'm not mad. I'm disappointed.
1: (laughs) I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. So Ashley calls Karen and Wendy and she tells them that there's a group chat that doesn't include them planning the bachelorette. What do you think of that?
2: I love the fact now that production are just constantly showing us how Ashley can't keep a secret for two seconds because I feel like I'm in on a joke. When she first did it about the Robin cheating stuff with what Karen said in Mexico, and the way they were doing like confessional cutaways with the ladies, like, oh my God, Ashley can't keep a secret. It's like, this is Mm -hmm. the stuff we want to know. Like, we want to know the things that you all know about each other. It never occurred to me before, because all of the women, like they're always seen set up of someone spilling someone else's tea, right? It never Mm -hmm. occurs to me that some of them are easier to get to do that than others. Like, I want to know that about their personalities. Why are are we now at fucking season, whatever the fuck we're at. Is it seven? How do I not know this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why are we at season seven and I don't know explicitly that Ashley's a bigger big mouth than any of the other ladies. Did you know that?
1: <laughs> well, I knew she was messy.
2: Well, I know she's, yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe I'm just in the buffalo. Probably. <laughs> but it's like, I wanna know, I wanna know those things. It's like, there it's good should content. be content. There should be no behind the scenes. It's reality TV. Why is there mm-hmm. behind the scenes information?
1: That's so true. I'm bothered. That's so true. So then we go to Mia giving Giselle a tour of her rental and. Basically, we just talk about box munching But bitch redid the floors (laughs) Yeah, she did What a waste of money Who
2: redoes the floors on a rental? Is this a rent with exclusive to buy?
1: I don't know But like, why would you rent somewhere if you didn't like the floors in the first place?
2: I know that's true
1: She just wanted to be in Potomac
2: Yeah, you're right And it's not good enough for housewives So she's having to spend her housewives money on the fucking floors Like, that's just a waste I don't know. I just don't understand why any of these housewives spend any of their housewife income on making it seem like they have more money as a housewife. You know what I mean? It may- it's an oxymoron to me. You're working to save your coins, not to make it look like you have more coins than you actually have. I don't like that. I'm sus.
1: Yeah. It's that money talk, wealth whispers thing, right? Yeah. Where Like we love to see, The wealthy bitches, like Nicole whipping out that black card gagged me. I know. I loved it so much.
2: She's done her old school housewives homework, I think. Because Nicole (laughs) has done a couple of old housewives moves, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like, see that's I enjoy like that demonstration of wealth, but then just saying, Oh, I redid my floors for a rental, it's like, okay, bitch. (laughs) Like who gives a shit? That's
2: not making sense to me. I don't understand. (laughs)
1: No. No. So basically, Mia just says that her and Wendy did a vagina show and tell, but Mm. Wendy
2: touched. Wendy was
1: smashed, man. Do we think that's true?
2: That she touched it? Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if Mia is or isn't a liar, but the way that Mia says something is true, it's so believable. Mm. Mia, to me, gives off the impression that she doesn't fucking lie. There might be interpretations of events, but the way that she shares... Hashtag facts or inverted commas facts. I find her so believable.
1: Yeah, I think it could be a matter of her worldview being skewed. I could see Wendy just like pointing at it and her being like, she touched me. (laughs) Like, just and believing that, even though it never happened.
2: I don't know. Yeah, the delusion has to be high for a housewife. So you're right. But she's selling me, man. I think she's delusional. I think she's a better salesperson than fucking Jen Shah. She's so wow. good. She just yeah. sells me. There's something about her that when she says things, I'm like, yep, I believe you.
1: Well, I'm glad she's on the show. I enjoy hearing conversations about box munching. I touches. have
2: enjoyed Mia this season very much. Her first season, was that, it was last year her first season or a second?
1: Yeah, last year.
2: I didn't think she did as well as she's doing this season. I think she's doing really, really well. Apparently she's the yeah. one that's in the hot seat at reunion.
1: I'm Well, I'm not surprised.
2: <laughs> I'm not surprised, but. I don't care. I enjoyed it. I hope I enjoy her at reunion.
1: I particularly enjoyed the disconnect between this conversation about Wendy and Mia doing a show and tell Mm. and then Wendy doing a vox pop about Roe v. Wade, like straight Uh, after. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just like this is that professional woman that (laughs) that Wendy projects. And I think she is. Yeah.
2: I thought it was hilarious and shady that production did that scene and then the next scene. I was just like, that's
1: fucking hilarious. My thing is, though, she's doing, what, an interview for the news mm. on a MacBook Pro with a ring light and, like, AirPods? Yeah. And I was like, go into studio. Like, what are you actually doing? Like, what, what news broadcaster is this?
2: I did look at it and go, it's not COVID. So That's what I was thinking. why aren't you in the studio? Do they not want you in the studio? Or was that scene completely set up for our benefit?
1: I think it was set up for our benefit. Oh, that's so lame. Well, I mean, AirPods? Like, we've got better equipment right now for this. I know. It's true. And a MacBook? It's true. I just don't know. So, I don't know if it's like CNN levels Mm. or if it's some shitty little Facebook nudes, you know? Oh,
2: I never thought of that. Yeah. Hey, speaking
1: of CNN, did you watch Australian Survivor?
2: Uh, Of course. Sorry, I just okay. scream then. I just got real excited.
1: Spoiler alert for anyone. Skip ahead if you don't want to be spoiled by Australian Survivor for like one minute. Okay. So, uh Melbourne Housewives, was so fucking annoying and then she was first
0: out.
2: I was so grateful she was first out. But then I thought, oh, I kind of wanted to see... I wanted to see how other people would get as annoyed with her as I would.
1: She was already so annoying in just that first episode. She
2: was so annoying. And that fucking intro, because obviously they intro the players, Uh and they did her like, I'm an ex-CNN reporter. It's like, that was over a decade ago. Can we stop it? If I was there in Uh fucking Samoa, I would have rolled my eyes and gone, Anjali, and how about the part we tell them when that was over a decade ago? Like, can we move on already? What have you I done know. for me
1: lately? And she was acting so fucking tough. And I was like, you couldn't even handle Janet Roach going through your cupboards I, and you're acting so tough. It's true. Oh, my God. It's, it's so funny. True. Any yeah, Anyone who watched Housewives of Melbourne, Ugh. just go and watch the first episode of Australian Survivor later this season and enjoy. Yeah. Anyway, back to Potomac. Okay, so we go to the bachelorette party. Mm. There's penis straws and a stripper bus. What would you think of Mia and Ashley wearing the same horrific-looking bodysuit?
2: Um, and also the fact that Giselle, her assistant, and Mia's new bestie are basically wearing the same fucking dress. <laughs> it's not exactly the same dress, but it's basically Similar. like it's 99% exactly the same colour and it is 100% the same style of dress. I thought there was a theme. When they all rocked up in those purpley dresses, I was like, right. Well, it was so was purple? So the theme was purple. I think so. But then Charisse rocks up in a fucking black snakeskin, wow. same material as Mia's, except Charisse's look like she paid twelve ninety five for it on the Sheen website. It was awful. Well, awful. Like they found you. that
1: they found that bodysuit that actually Mia wore on Sheen. I think for twelve ninety no. five. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. So the theme was max twenty bucks Shein. shop a Sheen.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> So funny that that happened!
2: Oh my god! I, I, they
1: they took it well. Like yeah. they made fun of it. Yeah, but oh, so funny. Do
2: you agree that Mia looked like an anaconda and Ashley looked like a garden snake?
1: Yeah, that yeah, that is agreement. I
2: don't disagree. <laughs> there is something about a woman with a big bust and a big booty, and she's svelte. She does look amazing in a bodycon outfit. She does.
1: Well, it's just the height. The photo of them two together, Ashley looks tiny.
2: Ashley is tiny tiny.
1: Oh, so funny. What do you think of Karen, while all this is happening, Mm. (laughs) getting her four candle lines sorted? It's a limited holiday edition special. That scene
2: was such a recreation it wasn't funny. When she (laughs) is in that room and says something like, what I'm offering today is I want 8,000 units and I will pay a deposit of $10,000 today. It's like you don't tell your supplier what you're willing to do. They tell you you want X amount of units, they tell you what it's going to cost. Like what I'm willing, like, bitch. She overplayed I mean, that but I loved every second of it. It It was
1: it. the sending the photo evidence to Robin which killed me.
2: Oh, my God. That fucking handshake lawyer <laughs> Fucking, let's take a photo of us shaking hands. It's like, bitch. Oh, well, no, she was handing the check over. Like, it's fucking yeah. 1999 <laughs> and we still use checks. Like, come on. Do you even have oh, so. a checkbook?
1: No. I
2: don't even know if you get checkbooks anymore when you open an, a checking account.
1: I, don't, I have no I mean, point. that
2: scene was, like, I love old school housewives, but I'm telling you, man, that was a scene from like 1990 something like it was so (laughs) funny let me hand you a check it's like girl you don't have any checks who uses checks Good Lord. Uh, and so funny. I do love the way that she called it in confessional saying something about she'd rather be doing that than doing a wiggle dance on a pole. And then we cut to Mia doing a wiggle dance on a pole. I thought that was funny.
1: Exactly. So we we go back to the bus. They're talking about the coochie touch. There's some shenanigans with the pole. Mm. Then they go to the strip club. Okay, so all this time we were talking about it last week about like, do you think Robin will want strippers, et cetera? Mm. I was presuming they would be male strippers. Me too. So, when they went to the female strip club, I was like, oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought so Shop. too. But the thing is, organising male strippers requires you to organise. Going to a strip club doesn't require you to do anything. Production's going right. to call the fucking strip club and go, we want to film in here.
1: Big world. Are they not Magic Mike style strip clubs?
2: In Potomac? I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. They were just there for the lobster and the steak, obviously.
2: When they were eating that food. And they were making oh. that food look like fucking Chef Rachel made it. <laughs> but really, they were so hammered that anything would have tasted amazing at that moment. You know, I must say, that is a good feeling when you're at that level of drunk and you like back in the day chow down on a cheesy. Uh huh. And it's always, oh my God, this is the best. And yeah. no, it's
1: not. Do you know what? It was an enjoyable scene.
2: It was. The only thing that I didn't enjoy, we saw a lot of A, we saw no tea. Like I wanted to, oh. I wanted to see. I mean, we saw like little glimpses of tees, but it's like I'm at a strip club. Where's the TNA?
1: These bitches were all like cosied up. Well, they've got to. If you if you're stripping, you've got to have something to take off.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> and then I guess the cameras couldn't show no, that. No,
2: but I felt kind of sorry for the other patrons at the strip club because it's like. I've gone out for a night at the strip club and I don't get to see TNA because of the cameras for some show.
1: Uh, I know. And then their wives are at home watching this being like, wait a minute, yeah. you said you were on a business trip. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Why are you in the background of this scene of The Real Housewives of Potomac? I hope they
2: got some free tip
1: bills. I'm sure they got a free lobster.
2: Normally at a strip club, you don't actually give... Well, okay, I don't know about in the States, but in Australia, normally at a strip club, you don't actually give them cash. You go and buy fake money that are $2 bills and then the chicks hand those in over at wherever and exchange it for cash because otherwise you've got cash going everywhere and if it's actual cash, patrons might pick it up. So generally you don't use actual cash in Australia.
1: Yeah. I think America might be real cash.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm just, you know, FYI.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been to a few strip clubs. What can I say?
1: And do you get the lobster? No, you don't. No,
2: I have but had. Does a... anyone? Back in the day when I ate meat, I did have a steak at a strip club once because everyone kept going on about how good it was. And I have to say it was pretty fucking good.
1: How about that? Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. So, okay, so then the girls grill Ashley about the status of her divorce and Candace says, he was in my man's restaurant with a bitch and she was not cute.
2: Candace with those sunnies on was <laughs> making me laugh so hard <laughs> and when they're talking about Karen later and she's putting on her lipstick going something like, I hate it when a friend disappears. Like, just I laughed so hard at that scene.
1: Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on the Michael stuff? Because, like, I don't.
2: No, I mean, they're not together. Who cares who he's with?
1: Exactly. And, like, were we expecting him to be a saint?
2: No, and were we expecting him not to lie about it? And, look, if you're cohabitating with your ex and they ask you if you're seeing anyone, even the best of us would probably have a reaction of going, no, definitely not. Like, they don't need to know. You don't want to hurt them further. This whole, like, why doesn't he just tell me the truth? Uh, Because he's a liar. Like, why are you surprised? Yeah What's the plan here? I'd rather watch exactly. Robin get motorboated I'm sorry I don't want to talk about Michael
1: <laughs> Well, okay So then Charisse brings up the character assassinations mm. And then she goes on to assassinate Karen's character Saying that Karen went MIA at the club And is known for getting drunk and sucking dick at the club bathrooms With workers, no less Yeah So, I mean, do we think Charisse is lying?
2: Um I think Sharice is embellishing a story and I can imagine that Karen, we saw her at the lake house. We saw how drunk she can get when she lets loose. So True. I'm sure that there may have been an occasion where she got so fucked up that she might have been in a almost compromising position. Basically, I'm saying, did she slip up once? Probably. I believe it.
1: Right. Yeah, well, all the it. girls have heard the rumour. Exactly. And- Giselle says she's a drunken whore from nowhere university. There you go. <laughs> it's hilarious.
2: I'm not saying it's definite. I don't I'm believe it. I'm just saying, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible.
1: It's possible, but I don't believe it.
2: Ray hired a PI over blue eyes, so even he thought it was possible.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Didn't they yeah. say that?
2: Didn't who said that? Was that Giselle? Someone that was sitting there said Ray hired a PI over blue eyes, but then that came to nothing, like he was harmless.
1: I just don't think Karen's sucking a dick in a club bathroom.
2: No, I don't. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that, not that we haven't all done that.
1: <laughs> so I mean, then the um not
2: that there's anything wrong with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the snakeskin twins, they get up and do a poll number with Robin and that's the end of the episode. Any final thoughts? Yeah, Robin dry I reaching. Anything?
2: I thought she was going to puke on the stripper <laughs> and the stripper pole. She kept doing those bubble burps, like those alcoholic bubble burps, when you're like, uh oh, uh oh. I'm going to puke. Uh oh. The fact that she held that puke in and was like pretending to give a fuck on that stage, I was impressed with Robin for that.
1: And then you remembered you hated her.
2: Correct. And then I remember she hurt me deeply and I just moved on.
1: And it's what's so annoying is next week, it's the season finale, and then we get Robin telling the mother just the wedding storyline is just being so dragged.
2: It's been dragging. for how many fucking years? Seven years. Okay. Seven seasons. Robin and Juan. Maybe not. Definitely not. Definitely yes. Maybe. Like, I just, I can't. I can't anymore. I can't. I've got nothing left to give her.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. So next week, we also get some resolution on the Cancer Not Cancer storyline. Mia's sharing the Karen slander to Karen, and Chris is getting activated and he's engaging. So. Should be a good finale.
2: Good for Chris. Sorry.
1: I know. I'm on team Chris.
2: He's got every right to be fucking pissed. The yeah. man works on his feet in a sweaty hot restaurant kitchen till like the 2am and then this mm-hmm. is what you're going to fucking say about him? He's not the one going <laughs> well... on cast trips. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. off. Fuck off. I get, it. I get it. I'd be if I was him. And quite frankly, look at him. Who's who's cheat? Look at him and look at Candace? Who is cheating on Candace? How is Chris cheating on Candace? He ain't ever going to do any better. I hope he knows that.
1: Well, I don't know if cheating's always about
2: I know. I'm just that. it's not ever yeah. about that. It's never about that. I'm just over this bullshit storyline when we have a real cheater storyline on the same exactly. show at the same time. Yeah. This is why I'm on Chris's side cuz I'm mad at Robert.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Same. So, okay, so let's go to Miami Black Card Energy.
2: Yeah, I wrote no notes for it, but I enjoyed watching it. Oh great, it. great. Yeah.
1: Well let's just I'll just go through some of the top scenes. So we pick up at the engagement party with Nicole being activated mm. and there was that man who's apparently Teary. not married. Yeah. Um not divorced. Not no, divorced. he's divorced. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's unclear. Even though there's papers, well, it's, it's unclear. So
2: clear <laughs> because it's so clear. Alexia didn't scroll down. On the computer page on the Google. What
1: a fucking idiot. She
2: didn't (laughs) scroll.
1: If you're
2: researching and snooping, you do more than just scroll down to the bottom. You see all the fucking cliff notes you've on the Wikipedia, you're clicking on those notes. Girl. Mm -hmm. Honestly.
1: So I usually don't like when when men get involved. Mm. So what did you think of this guy being like? A toast to people minding their own business. Even Fucking though, good for I mean, him. he was completely in the right.
2: Again, I am so marred by cheating scandals that aren't true when there are real cheating scandals going on, like Alexia and, and her ex, Herman. Come on. Like, why is it mm-hmm. the person that has been, I suppose that makes sense. I was going to say, why is the person being cheated on accusing others of cheating? But that does make sense. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course they think everyone's cheating because they were cheated on. Yeah, that does make yeah. sense. But I'm yeah. still pissed at Robin.
1: Anyway, so it was it was classic. Oh, this, it was um, awesome. I loved this it. This whole thing,
2: <laughs> I loved it. This is what I'm loving about Miami. It's like all of them stopped watching Housewives when their show originally was put on pause and they're picking ah, up and yeah. acting like Housewives back in the day. And this is why I think I'm obsessed with them. It's classic Housewives hijinks.
1: Yeah, and I think every Housewives city should have a legal luncheon. I thought this was the best event I've ever seen.
2: It was so, the way that they did not give two fucks and were screaming at each other in front of these strangers. And Alexia, Uh she's the one that invited him to her house. He's her lawyer. Well, that's the impression she gave us. I don't know if that's true. And she's joining in on the screaming. Would you not be mortified and just sit back and act like you never behave like that?
1: I just think it was so funny how each and every one of them used that as an opportunity to ask a question relating to their storyline and to their fights with the other women,
2: or pretending that I have a friend,
1: <laughs> Sally.
2: Sa- Why are you pretending that it's a friend? <laughs>
1: it's Lisa. I love when they blurt out her face <laughs> yeah. as if she's Sally. <laughs> oh, that it was, was so. Good. so- Fun. What I love about the Miami girls as well is mm-hmm. when they say por favor, because you know that that's when they're at their limit. It is And they just say oh, por favor, and I'm like, oh god.
2: I had South American friends in high school, and they would do that to each other all the time when they had the, like when they were just like, oh my god, come. It's like, come on. That's how they kind of used yeah. it, and it was awesome. You
1: know when like Mary Sol says it or oh. Alexia says it, that's when they're at their limit, and they're just gonna lose it.
2: And I love <laughs> it, and I find myself saying it out loud, like to back to them me too (laughs) (laughs) i love that
1: oh my god it's so funny Uh, so let's talk about the black card so yes alexia sort of shuts down nicole and says like hey i'm paying him by the hour and she's like well i'll fucking pay him how much do you charge and she walks over with the black card throws it down like it's nothing i
2: wouldn't have thrown it down it on his lap well she didn't throw it she went and placed it on his knee but i thought that was disrespectful to him so oh, I think I, I think what she should have done is thrown it to Alexia. That would have been.
1: Fun. Oh, that would have been better. It's like yeah. here, bitch.
2: But- I'll put here. You give it to him, but like you know, you pay him from my card. Like you do the work. I don't know. I thought that would have been better, but only because I felt but bad. Did for you him. notice
1: he was he was holding on to it for a little bit? Like he didn't give it back straight away. I was like, he's going to charge that card. No,
2: I thought at first he was like trying to sidle away from it. Like this is inappropriate.
1: I think he was like, it's inappropriate, but. I will also pass this to my secretary and run a, run a charge through.
2: It's a black Amex. Jesus.
1: I was reading up on black Amexes after this, being like, what's the big deal? And it is a big deal. Did
2: you not know? It's limitless.
1: I've heard of it before, but I've not looked at, like, how much it costs, how you have to be invited into it. Yeah. Like
2: it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. I've seen one. Have you? Yeah.
1: Wow. So what what I also found, so this scene was just so comedic. Yeah. Even Frankie was getting involved doing the talk, talk, talk hand gesture. Like, (laughs) that was comedy.
2: It was. It was great. It was an awesome scene. My jaw was dropped
1: going, oh, my God, this is cold. I know. And I loved the, like, cutaway to the... What was her name ja- Jamie Ullman She just took like this Biggest gulp of water I've ever seen And the camera just like Stayed on her face Just Who? to like highlight The awkwardness Oh, The, the girl chick. lawyer Yeah
2: yeah the female lawyer yeah. Gotcha gotcha Yes
1: She took that big gulp of water
2: I can't believe you wrote Her name down Well done
1: Well I didn't want to Just call her the chick Or the girl yeah, lawyer okay, fair Which enough. we ended up doing <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry I wrote no notes On Miami I was I was going to But I was lying back On the couch I went fuck it I'm watching Miami so
1: Enjoy it I say Thanks bitch I mean, yeah, all of the all of the ladies pretty much ask a question. The divorce papers are real, so that's something. Yes. Yeah, okay. We hear that it's not defamation of character, whatever Nicole's talking about. It's not technically defamation.
2: <laughs> no, it's not.
1: Uh, what do you think of Julia asking about the don't say gay bill and everything, which I thought was, you know, a good question, but she really just asked it to bring up her own adoption story.
2: Yes, she did. So do you think that's what it was? People just, see, I thought at first they just wanted to fight, but you think it's them wanting to talk about their storylines?
1: Well, no, I think it was to fight, but they all took the opportunity to to, to centre themselves into the narrative.
2: They were fighting between each other for so long and it's like, this guy gets paid by the hour. What's wrong with Joel? I know. And I kind of felt bad that they made it all about them and not let it be about Lisa
1: well, then Lisa screams and then she's like, I need advice, guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, you do.
2: <laughs> you petty bullshit.
1: Yeah. What did you think of the scene at the end with Lisa going into the room <sighs> where Lenny is and the cameraman just like peeking around the corner to get the footage? And she's like, I'm, I'm mic'd, by the way, even though you're not, but she then asked questions to get him to say stuff on camera.
2: What about the fact that this fucker strolls into the house? and just goes into a room and just sits down. Is he like coming to see the kids but he's waiting for the cameras to leave?
1: I don't well he was just sitting on the laptop on Facebook, so it's like what are you doing here?
2: I think it's gross that he thinks he has a right to be there. Mm-hmm. I have been faced with this concept a lot lately. People's lack of humility? I don't mm-hmm. comprehend it. When I fuck up in a big way, or when I've hurt someone in a big way, I feel bad. Yeah. You know, tail between your legs. I'm like, I'm not saying he needs to feel bad about not wanting to be with her. Do I think he should feel bad? Yes. Does he have to? No. But the way that he's treating her in the aftermath of that, I don't understand how he doesn't feel bad.
1: He's a piece of shit.
2: How do you not feel bad when you've broken someone? I don't understand that.
1: Because he's a piece of shit. Oh,
2: my God. I just, I don't get it. The mind boggles. <sighs> it really does. Sorry.
1: I know, but I love I love Lisa just... Walking in there and the, and the camera operator just really trying. Yeah. It was so good.
2: I know that poor so, person looking over going, I'm going to get screened at in a second, but it's my job. I thought they were so brave. They took one for the team. So brave. They took <laughs> one for the team. I'm so uh-huh. grateful to that camera operator. They work hard.
1: They really do. And
2: they put themselves in the firing line for us. See, I'm grateful.
1: Like, the way when Lenny turned his neck and, like, looked at the camera operator, it was just, like, Ooh. venom. It was does
2: so do. I mean, it's like the paparazzo with the Kanye, mate. Like, we're doing our job. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm mean, not. We're not talking about Kanye West, but anyway.
1: No. Ugh. Ugh. Um, okay. <laughs> the only other scene I want to talk about is that little quick scene we had earlier on in the episode with Larsa taking foot pics for her OnlyFans. Mm. She reckons it will make her $40,000. And I'm like... <laughs> do you
2: think she's lying? The
1: thing is... <laughs> I think so, yes, because I'm watching the show right now and I can see your feet, so why am I going to go on OnlyFans and pay for it, you know? Like, yeah. surely the people who are paying for it are like, wait a minute, she's just filmed herself taking these photos, I'll get it for free on Bravo. Well,
2: because I think they interact with her. It's not simply about seeing her feet. You can go to those websites where it's like they're a foot pit.
1: Yeah, WikiFeet.
2: That's it, and you can pay five bucks to see a pair of feet. It's not about that. It's about the interaction and that
1: she's doing it for them. Yeah, I just think she's over-exaggerating and it's annoying that she's like, I'm so busy and it's like, you take a photo of your foot.
2: I just think that Scottie Pippen, I hope he's watching it and he gets to cut his alimony checks because if she's making $40,000 from one foot pick, then surely he shouldn't have to be paying so much alimony.
1: Yeah, uh, I, just th- I just think her foot's not even that good. I don't get it. What's the hype over her foot? I just
2: think that she's constantly going on and on about how much money she's making. I don't think she's actually making as much. Again, it's that whole like money talks, wealth whispers thing. It's like if you were really Uh making that much, you probably wouldn't want to put that out there as much.
1: Yeah, I don't like her. (laughs) I don't
2: like her her this season. Mm -hmm. I think she's been gross and mean and feeling herself just a little bit too much. Yeah. If Kim Kardashian doesn't want to be your friend anymore, then, you know, I have concerns. apparently she's the nicest person ever. So if the nicest person ever, yeah, apparently, yeah, if the nicest person ever doesn't want to be your friend, yeah, I know, I have questions.
1: Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about the reunion part two Salt Lake. (gasps) Just touch on it. Do you know what? I hated it.
2: (laughs) I hated every second of it.
1: The only bit I really enjoyed was the end where they got out the birthday cake and Andy's there holding this birthday cake and Meredith and Lisa are like, oh, let's swap sides, let's swap sides, and then they're singing the song and Andy's like, hurry the fuck up, I'm holding a cake one And they were friends for
2: two seconds because Lisa gave up the pink side of the cake for her bad side. I don't know why Andy just didn't twist the cake around, but anyway.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They both
2: had what they wanted. It's so funny how, and it's not a big deal and it doesn't mean anything, but whenever andy is standing next to anybody it spins mm-hmm. me out how short he is yeah meredith towered over him now, I know they're all yeah. wearing fuck-off six-inch heels, but he was, like, a foot shorter than them.
1: Yeah, and not to start at the end again, but, like, I think my favourite part of the reunion was how Andy didn't even do roses and thorns. He just did thorns. Yes. Like, he just said, <laughs> go around and say you regrets. Like, he's like, the season's in the wash. Like, nah, no-one's got a th- rose.
2: And Lisa didn't regret anything but setting more boundaries for Jen. <laughs> I love that. Lisa reg- never regrets her behaviour.
1: She doesn't. What I thought was funny is that 50% of them, indicated that they had an alcohol-based regret. And then Andy's like, okay, we'll bring out the champagne. I was was thinking the same thing.
2: I'm like, okay, Heather, you're in therapy. You've clearly not had your come-to-Jesus moment about your alcohol consumption.
1: Yeah, Yeah, okay, so let's go back to the beginning. So Heather's still playing the victim about the black eye. Yes. And then it ends and the friends leave after the first two minutes. So I don't know why we even had bothered with the Angies.
2: Just so that when the intro shot didn't look so empty... I think.
1: Ah, that's a good point. I
2: did think as the Angies were leaving, we've got two of them, Lisa and Whitney, taking photos together to commemorate Mm -hmm. them being together. And on the other couch, Heather's just bawling her eyes out. I thought that was such a Housewives moment.
1: Oh, I really wanted to be on the Lisa couch, like if I had to pick.
2: A (sighs) hundred percent. I'm not saying Whitney's storyline was fun this season, but they were way more fun than the other couch. You know what it is? Lisa was fucking fun. Lisa was fun this season. She was the only one that was trying to be fun. I mean, she sang for us, for Christ's sake. She was
1: fun. (laughs) I know. So we sort of resolved the black eye thing just with Heather's shame spiral storyline. And then she gets let off with it. And I think Andy did let her off easy compared to how he treats Meredith later.
2: Yeah. Maybe he's got a trigger about a shame spiral because he really was like, I'm so sorry, babe. And it's like, okay, you're buying the shame Mm. story. And I might be buying the shame story too, but- it's just enabling to excuse your behaviour. I'm going through this so therefore I can be a cunt. No. Yeah. If Heather's in therapy, she would know that and well, take accountability for that.
1: She's not taking accountability because after the Angies leave, mm. we go on about the healing journey and then the friendship break. Wait, wait. Did you say
2: healing like Whitney
1: says? It's healing. healing journey. Yeah, yeah not healing. Yeah. Healing. <laughs> I love healing that. Healing
2: journey. The healing journey.
1: And Heather seems to be blaming everything on the book. Yeah. Because she's writing a book, she has to face the consequences of writing a book, and that's why she's being a fucking monster.
2: This goes to me the same conclusion that I had last week, which was Heather is being triggered by all the shit that's being brought up from her past as she's writing the book. Don't write the book. Well, so Mama's got to make a coin some, and it's. I was going to say Mama's got to make a coin somehow, but it's part of her healing journey. And doing Mm. that alongside Housewives and being faced with Whitney's healing journey and then having all this shit with Jen, it was team too much for her is what she's saying, which is why I understand where Lisa's coming from going, you know, when she was talking to Whitney at lunch, like who is this Heather? But if it's genuine, let's say it's genuine, I think that it was all too much for her this season, if it's genuine. If it's not genuine, then it's very good acting and a perfect deflect.
1: It's a deflect. I can't take like, oh, I I acted this way because I'm writing a book. Like, okay. It's not
2: about writing a (laughs) book. It's, It's basically like I'm dealing with all the traumas of my past in one go in a very short period of time because there's a deadline in a book. It's not like. Like me, I've had four years of fucking therapy. She's doing it in a very short period of time. I imagine that right. would be traumatic and triggering. Does it excuse her behavior? No, I'm just saying it might explain it. But Whitney's right in that just because you're going through this, it doesn't mean you're allowed to be a cunt to me. And we're taking a friendship break.
1: I, agree, I completely agree. It's such an easy excuse and I don't like that.
2: Like I said, it's a reason, it shouldn't be an excuse. After that sentence, she should be saying, this is why it doesn't excuse my behaviour and, yes, I was a cunt and you're all right and I'm not going to defend myself today. That's what she should be saying, like Mia culpa, yeah. Mia culpa. Well, but then, then they show that
1: clip of Whitney pretty clearly telling Heather the rumour in the room that night.
2: I know, and her still acting like, I didn't know that's what you were talking about. I'm confused about that.
1: Well, I'm confused because it makes it look like Heather didn't know.
2: Heather says she didn't realise But with the Whitney trauma stuff Explain to me this She said I didn't realise that's what you were talking about And I'm horrified that you thought I would be dismissive of it I am so confused by that What did Heather think she was talking about?
1: Well, it was pretty obvious Yeah In that scene they didn't talk about BJ's for jazz But they talked about sexual favours for Vita Tequila Yes So for Heather to then that night turn around and be like I've never heard that, that is crazy
2: That is crazy
1: but also for Whitney to say, yes, you did hear it, but it's like, yes, yeah, she heard it from you. <laughs> You're the problem, yeah. Whitney. So uh, over it, over it.
2: I'm over the bad weather story. Heather doesn't want to make up with you, so there's no fucking storyline anymore.
1: What did you think Heather was saying? She holds Jen to a lower standard and she holds Whitney to a higher standard and that's why she treats them differently. And I, I get that like Heather that's was- That's
2: your best friend. That's your best friend. You hold your best friend to a higher standard. You
1: do. It's warped logic, though. Like, I I get what she's saying, but also Heather acts like it's a compliment. (laughs) I don't know if it is.
2: You have your closest friends. You hold them to a higher standard than your acquaintances.
1: But that's still so frustrating to that close friend.
2: (laughs) It is frustrating. I think what Whitney should be saying is you hold me to an unrealistic standard, regardless of that, you know what I mean? So what I'm not buying is that Because what I got out of this whole bad weather shit was that Uh Heather is pissed at Whitney for telling Lisa the rumours after she told her not to. That's what I think Heather is pissed about. Okay. Is that enough to be pissed about? No. But I'm like, Heather, are you pissed off because Whitney used to do and agree with whatever you said and now Mm -hmm. she's not.
1: And in the break, yeah, Whitney and Lisa are like, Heather's playing the victim, blah, blah, blah. Then the husband's come in. I didn't really get that much from the husbands, did you?
2: I'm pissed about this. Why? They keep trying to sell us that the husbands on Salt Lake are as close as the husbands on Jersey. So <laughs> why, when we've got the husbands there, are we not asking them about Coach Shah? What he mm. knew, what he may have said, any inkling he may have given... What they thought of Coach's feelings towards Jen, how they viewed Coach and Jen's relationship. If these fucking dudes are so close, why aren't we getting that perspective? Why are we asking the women about Coach? Like yeah. I'm, I was, that was a waste opportunity. So annoyed, and or I'd rather them say we're actually not that close. That's I, just fucking be honest.
1: Whitney's husband, what's his name? I don't know. Uh Justin. But Justin, he was like, Yeah, I, I can bring these two boys together because we're all so close. It's like, What?
2: If you're what? all so fucking close, why aren't we talking about Coach Shah? This is the yeah. last opportunity to talk about Coach Shah. Why are we talking about him? Because Sorry, I'm so Jen mad. Jen and Coach at that. are
1: getting a pass. Yeah. And I would have fired Justin too after that scene of him and Whitney rolling around in paint.
2: I don't know if I'd fire him. Because I, I think have. that's discrimination. But is it? Is it
1: discrimination? It showed lack of judgment on his part.
2: And I would have said that going, dude, we do not want you representing yourself like that as you represent our company. Please don't do it again. Or we it's mm-hmm. a warning, or we will let you go because your values don't align with our values, blah, blah. Whatever's allowed. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was gross. And it was gross and I don't need to hear about Seth's taint anymore. Enough of the taint work. He's
2: only doing it to be funny. I think he's got a very dry sense of humour and it's mm-hmm. it's so dry it's burnt. I don't like it. I don't yeah, like it. Need-
1: yeah. So then the husbands leave like pretty quickly and then we talk about Jen without Jen being there, which is I think I preferred it because can you imagine if Jen was there, she'd just be screaming the whole time and walking off and it wouldn't have been fun.
2: Excuse me, what is this thing that i read about jen saying yeah. that if people want to hear her side of the story to sign up sign up to her fucking website and apparently <laughs> there were no like cookies or whatever you know the thing where it's like we won't give your uh-huh. personal information to si- there was none of that
1: oh she will <laughs> Yeah, i'm like
2: yo bitch like is she allowed what to do that is that is that is uh, i don't understand is that not proceeds of a crime no, I suppose it's not. I'm just anything to do with Jen and money, unless we're talking about commissary coins. I don't think it's I cool.
1: I hope she doesn't get internet access when she's away. She'll
2: be asking for fucking commissary coins. <laughs> She'd be sitting there going, "Anyone want to give me money in jail? I'll like, you know, I don't know what she can do for it. Can she? Can you do GoFundMe as an inmate?
1: I don't Probably. Know. I don't. People I don't would really know. give
2: her money. They so would.
1: Well, Angie H would.
2: Oh, <gasps> so
1: what did you think of that? Jen solicited everyone for money and Angie H did it. What do you think of that?
2: Was I shocked at first? Yes. But when you're in a financial pickle like that, you do what
1: you got to do. Well, no, are you shocked at Angie H giving it to her?
2: No, because she's a suck up. That was yeah. her way of saying, I'm sorry about the Finster. Like, if you're mm. really sorry about the Finster, put your money where your mouth is. She put her money where her mouth was.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: She asked everyone. I loved, loved how Lisa's like, I wanted to, I was ready to, but Legal told me not to. It's like who is this legal? Her six
1: lawyers. <laughs> she's got she's got a legal team. Okay, so yeah, Andy grills Meredith, basically, on her flip flopping, which she did do. She flipped. But I do understand what she said about the suicide attempt stuff, being like, you do have your own personal line.
2: She was triggered and, with the stuff with yeah. her nephew, my guess is. It seemed because it seemed very real to her. And at that point, it's enough's enough. Uh Uh-huh. Your mental health is serious. I can respect that. So can I. Why didn't she say that before when we're watching the show all season going, I don't understand where this is coming from. What's Jane got on you? Again, I'm sick and tired of their explanations for their behavior. Why do we have to wait till reunion to get it? Why aren't we getting it? for the fucking 14, 15 weeks we're watching the show, this isn't fair. Like I'm investing in a storyline without without all the facts. It's like, isn't this reality TV? Why are we saving it for later?
1: What I thought was telling was... That we're getting all these clips from season two and we're talking about season two issues in the season three reunion that weren't resolved, like Meredith in the tub. And it's just like, that's when you know you've had a shit season when we're talking about the season before.
2: Like, you can use flashes from past seasons to show, like, how someone behaved over time and showing the flip flopping. I'm fine with that. It was a lot. Show- showing Meredith rag on Jen and then th- that's fine. But why are we talking about Meredith and Seth in the tub? Really? <laughs> We know what Justin and Whitney did. We all saw it, and they showed us. Why then do we need? I don't understand.
1: I was talking about the tub in Aspen and about how gloaty oh, she was. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. There's
1: a lot of tub work. Yeah, with but they're,
2: that. they're showing Meredith evidence as to her behaviour and how it's it juxtaposes her current behaviour. But she explained it. I get, I get it. She explained it. So Andy wouldn't let it go though. He was just not he buying wouldn't. her explanation.
1: I do always want Andy to be more of a gorilla, so I don't know why I'm upset that he's actually doing his job, but I just felt weird that it was just targeted to Meredith only. Yeah. And he let Heather off.
2: Meredith seems to be so even keeled and unemotional and I think that pisses him off.
1: Pisses me off too, to be honest. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Salt Lake?
2: Um, One of the things when they were talking about Jen and he asked them if Jen had ever shown them remorse and then Lisa shows that text... Exchange with Jen, where oh, Jen yeah. says there have been zero victims. Uh, I'm just. What an idiot. I found that shocking. Shocking.
1: Well, especially because like the Housewives and the Shah Shocker documentary was out, you know, a year and a half ago or something. So like, she didn't even watch her own documentary That's where they true. interviewed the victims. Star.
2: And I think my rose for the, this reunion, the only rose, the thing that really like struck me, you know, I keep saying I get all these like nuggets of wisdom from housewives. Mm -hmm. When Lisa was describing her relationship with Jen and she said she would cut me, criticize how I treated my wound, then say it was my fault. I was just like, whoa, that hit me. I felt actual feelings. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think it nails
1: it. I really think it nails
2: it. And I think that, I don't know, I sat there and I thought, do I have anyone in my life or have I had anyone in my life that I might feel the same way about? Like it's a little food for thought. I thought, Mm. and I'm like, Lisa is not the best at expressing herself. Like where did she get that nugget from?
1: Maybe she's more wise than we think.
2: I don't know where she's getting those wise words, but I don't know, that really hit me. But I did love how at the end, if we want to just bring it back to something lighter, she, they all cheesed to, to the jazz and courtside scenes.
1: That's my rose of the season. I mean, I hated the season pretty much, but the BJ's for jazz, hilarious. Yeah.
2: And ending with the birthday cake was kind of funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, with Lisa singing, yeah. Um, okay, well, that's Salt Lake done and dusted. Do you want to have a quick review of the sizzle topics? Is there anything we've missed? I've
2: typed in Bravo on the page six. And all I'm getting is Kyle Richards is still not speaking with Kathy.
1: Great, <laughs> she'll she will once cameras roll.
2: Yeah, we got that to look forward to. And she's frustrated about everyone accusing her of being on a Zempic. You know the oh, um, yeah. the the diabetes drug where the side effect is old face appetite suppression. I don't know if I said this last time, but I think I must have. I don't think she's on a Zempic. I think she's on Minjaro. Same, same. So oh, okay. I think that's how she's getting around the fact that she's not on a Zempic.
1: Are we saying that she does have old face or just that she's thin? No,
2: just that she's taking some kind of appetite-suppressing drug and it's not that she's... She doesn't have abs from working out. She has abs from not fucking (sighs) eating, okay?
1: Oh, that's sad.
2: There was so much news. Gia Judice gets a job at an immigration law firm. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, so she's graduating from college and then she's going to law school. And once she starts law school, yeah, she's going to be working for an immigration law firm. That's great.
1: I like that. Yeah. That's a good sizzle topic to end on. Good
2: for her. Fuck. I'm not that smart. I couldn't, Uh. I don't know. I I couldn't have gotten into law. Is it easy to get into law in America? I mean, I doubt it, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Let us know. You can reach out to us at effingbravo on Twitter or Insta and let us know your thoughts, or you can always. Send hate messages via review bombs (laughs) or or nice things via review bombs.
2: I mean, come on, bitches. It's fucking Friday.
1: It's Friday. Be
2: nice. Be nice after we've been cunts to the housewives.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope Robin hears this. I
2: love them. I'm just, yeah, Robin Dixon. I'm going to cry.
1: Yeah. She hurt my heart. Fuck you, Robin.
2: Fuck you, Robin Dixon. Fuck you. Actually, no, why? Why? I want to be madder at Juan, but I'm not.
1: No, I'm mad at Robin.
2: (laughs) I'm mad at Robin for lying about it. Uh Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks, Mariana. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, everyone.
2: Bye.